0: Yo, this blaze you down, homie. This is Jamie Match Rock. This be the one them called Tech Nine. Yo, what up? This is Shacks 2 Dope from his St. Cloud posse. This is the genius Chris Kellick. What on. up? It's G Mo This is Ritz White Jesus. It's the kid Mercury. This is Slain. Dragonized. Neckwolves. Project 4. Mad child. your boy Jerry. This Welcome to the underground, Australia's home of rap, metal, and alternative music.
1: And as far as it goes for underground interviews, it doesn't get much more bigger than this. It is our very own Kid Crusher on the Underground. KC, man, I was just thinking you'd have to be my all-time the person that's been on our guest list the most right here on the underground.
0: How are you going, man? A- And since day one, buddy, yeah, hell yeah, underground. Glad to see you going. Still kicking strong, man. And you guys have been uphill and, like, just mad for us for that. Love you, dude. And, uh, yeah, I'm doing amazing. How about you? Yeah, really good. Thank you, man. Well,
1: definitely, since day one, you on our first ever show back in 2000. 10, I think it was or 2011 somewhere back then and yeah. yeah man you keep coming back and I can't thank you enough from that and like you said too, thank you for the props to us but props to you man you've just gone from
0: strength to strength 20 years strong
1: I believe now
0: yeah, yeah, it's 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 really weird to say it out loud, and it? it's like, wow, <laughs> it doesn't feel that long, but uh, at the same time, I'm starting to feel it, you know, when all these <laughs> fans hit me up like, I've been listening to you since high school, and now I'm like married, I'm kids, and I've been working, yep. and it's like, oh my God, stop. <laughs>
1: That's me right there, man. That's yeah. exactly me right there. I was talking to you a little bit through Facebook though, Casey, and I think you're a very inspirational sort of dude, especially from where we are in Australia because it's, it's a little bit different to the States. But you said to me, man, you can achieve anything if you put your mind to it. How crazy is it to see how far that you have come? Like from here in Australia, like our avenues are not – like we don't have much. It's sort of hard to explain to the American people. There's It's nowhere near the same scene as what it is in, in the States.
0: Uh, absolutely not and and that's a good quote that's straight from marty mcfly if you didn't catch or one, for your mind to accomplish anything it's just positivity dude like ever since i was a little kid you know like i just i just love being behind a computer like that that's the weirdest thing about it is like i never seen this outside my computer room. It's my personal space it's just i'm making music it's just easy for me i sit down on the computer and do, 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 make beats blast stuff and yeah like coming outside of the studio i was nervous because i was just like i love making stuff at home and and uh, yeah, it's, it blew up from there. But anyway, yeah, positivity, man, that's that's like really gets you anywhere. That's just my job. I just love love being creative, uh, always have, like just on a computer, uh, like out, out doing wrestling in, in the past, like anything I just always wanted to be hands on and freaking go, go, go. Like, I ain't gonna talk about it, I don't do it. You know, That's why I disappeared for years at a time. So I'm, I'm making stuff. <laughs> but yeah, it's-, it's... It's crazy that Australia is a little behind, not as big, especially in the underground scene. You know, unless like you know, big underground acts come down here, which they but they do more now than before, which is good. But it's pretty quiet, like crickets, until like you know the big waves come. And you know, I'm I'm like right behind there, just backing those extra those aftershocks so. up. <laughs> That's
1: exactly right, man. Because seriously, like, is there many more apart from yourself in the underground scene? Like, I've been running. The underground for like the 10, 10, 12 years, whatever it is now, thirteen. Yeah. And it's pretty much you think Australia, you think he'd crusher, you sort of you think trips back in the day, the urban legend of sin, trips back on the new Metal Murder mixtape, which is awesome to see. But who who else is sort of out there, man? It's you, you sort of running the ship.
0: I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I didn't like to have that big head of saying like I'm running stuff. You know, if anyone gives me a title, I appreciate it. And I'm humbled by that, and I appreciate. It. But it's it's nothing. I'm I'm claiming. You know, I, I I'm not trying to dethrone anyone. I never have been. I, I I I'm not trying to diss nobody. All that type of shit. Now, I'm. I think there is uh, a a great range of, of underground artists there, but sadly, they probably are not getting as much light as they could. Especially in Australia, I, I'm seeing them pop up all the time. Especially Instagram, they they help boost like videos and stuff, which is great. I, I I'm discovering a lot of not not saying so much rap but bits and pieces more metal you know i'm more of a metal head anyway but uh, i have stumbled across some some rappers you know but I couldn't give you one off the top of my head, though, man. <laughs> that's like, I just I just wish I could right now. Just just to shout out someone who's doing good, but off the top of my head, I, I can't. I'm sorry. Yeah,
1: that, that's exactly what I'm saying, man. And I, I've lived and breathed it for forever. And you just think you instantly. And I was saying to you just before we started this interview, Casey, we are very much cut from the same cloth. Like you're a metalhead, but you're rap. It's sort of my two things. So obviously you dig your collecting and whatnot. You got some crazy stuff there around you in the lab. I like that, man. But a musician, you've got KC, you've got Rectal Birth, which is your industrial band, backyard Wrestler as well. What's sort of your,
0: your favorite thing to do, man? see the thing is like i don't like doing the same thing twice so like i i, I take my breaks from kick crusher that's what like i like to to like when i get to rectal birth and caveman it's it's so much more fun because you know it's just brand new and like when it's kick crusher it's the same story and it's a little bit more pressure and when it's like uh you know like i've been doing like you say 20 years how do i make a song about killing someone so many times it's not it, it becomes a little bit more stressful every time i do it and i'm like oh no so that's why you know i'm outside the box with this album especially but now no i can't say there's a favorite for Any of them it's just more like i have fun equally with all of them it's just sometimes i feel too stressed i like to go well i'll do this for a little bit you know like Cape man so much fun i hate how underrated that band is like it's such a a brilliant idea i think like i I came up with that idea before key question too so that one's ancient as it's just it's not as active same as rectal birth that that one's even more ancient but again it it was like you know not really evolved into a proper thing until now but again my favorite thing isn't isn't music music's like my second love movies is my first love like honestly like it really is and and like music evolved my love for music evolved from movie soundtracks obviously
1: yeah that's so great man and we may as well talk about a little bit now what sort of music soundtracks are you talking the ones that come to mind for me are like you know back in the day you had like the spawn soundtrack track like that was awesome freddie versus jason what sort of music soundtracks sort of inspire you
0: yeah, tie-in soundtracks for sure. And they don't do that, that like anymore. It's mainly scores now. I don't know why, why they don't do it anymore. It really pisses me off, like uh, I know, some movies do do it. But yeah, Spawn's a, a big high one there. I love the Lost Boys soundtrack. Faculty, uh, Tales from the Hood obviously was a great soundtrack that inspired me to become a horror rapper. Off the top of my head, I, I'll hate myself for this later not bringing them up, <laughs> yeah, but I can give you a long list. Matrix was a good one. Yes. Um, yeah. Off the top,
1: man, nah, nothing's there. the yeah, that's what I'm thinking as well, man. Very much cut from the same cloth. We'll talk more about blockbuster bloke and movies a little bit later on, man. But back onto the rectal birth side of things. Thirty years of industrial shrink compilation.
0: How much does that mean to you to land on that? I'm speechless for that. Like, I didn't feel worthy, you know, like Wayne's like, I'm oh, not worthy. I only just started. It's like, I only just got here. <laughs> but like, I've, I've been working with those guys for, for a long time. Not as recto birth anyway. Like the, the XBA backyard wrestling DVD, they did the soundtrack for that. Wow, and okay. uh, I pitched them the nothing back in the day, the 2012 record. But for some reason it just didn't, I don't know what happened. I really, I can't even remember why. Um, I ended up just, you know, putting it out myself. Even, even the nasty, uh, like that, that was a, a really quick pitch. I was blown away. Like I made that. I made that album, the EP. Well, actually, the nasty song on my lunch break at work. I was just messing around, and I was just like, I pitched it. I was like, No, I'm gonna pitch it to them. I, was like, I just listened to about it. I was like, This is actually amazing. And and the it to them. They're like, We want it. We want an EP. And I'm like, Oh shit, <laughs> really? <laughs> So yeah, the, the 30 years thing, I, I did not expect that either. And like some of my biggest inspiration for record birth, the Berserker's on there as well. And I love the Berserkers so much. So I'm, I'm completely humbled to be on there.
1: Oh man, yeah, it is crazy. It's like you're saying like I was saying before, you can do anything when you put your mind to it. Your Marty McFly sort of quote there. But also like ICP said, you've done it alone, man. There hasn't been much help for you, KC. And that's the thing, like you're talking about people being underground and whatever. I wanted to know, man, have you ever got any love outside of us from the Australian media?
0: No, not really. And what well, uh it's really hard too because you know, they they're quick to label me, you know, oh juggalo rapper. Like that that's a lot, you know, most hated band in the world. I suffer from that as well. And I, I'm not going to argue with it, you know, if in my, I'm, I'm going to drop it. I feel like it's a racist term, even though it's not a skin color. It, it's it's a, it's a culture, uh, you know, all oh, these jello fucking, you know, I get that everywhere, even doing gigs as well. It's really fucking hard to uh, fit in anywhere. Like with the metal, you got either you've got your metal heads, which is metal, 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 or your rap, this is rap, rap, rap. You got those that are in the middle, like, you know, rap and metal. They like, do that's where I fit. It's, it's kind of yeah. hard. Even... <laughs> but then still, so this one I don't like juggler, so I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> well, check this out, man. I was going to say this to you, and this might not mean much to people listening outside of Australia, but to Australians, you've got bands that I grew up on Regurgitator, 34,000 Facebook likes. Frenzel Romp, 67,000 Facebook likes. Grinspoon, 93,000 Facebook likes. They are all legit. They're all very, very big bands in our country. Like, I love those bands. Openly love those bands. But there you are, Kid Crusher, 127,000K. Like, you are up there and more than these guys yet get shown no love. It is unbelievable to
0: me. It could be the lack of management. Like you say, you know, I am all myself. Not not a lot of people understand that. Too soon fans like, why aren't you touring the world and doing all this stuff? It's just me here on my computer. (laughs) Guess what? (laughs) I'm literally, uh, how I got any further than outside that door is is blowing my mind. You know, like I I would love management. I would love people to approach press for me. I've done little, which I know I can, which is within the underground. People appreciate, you know, unsigned independent artists. I think of airheads comes to mind, you know, I don't touch on material, you know, I got to take over a radio station or some shit, you know, I'm the lone rangers. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I, I don't know either, man. It just baffles me. It blows my mind. I wanted to get a little bit deeper with you on this interview, Casey, because like I was saying before we started, you deserve your props, man. You've done big things in Australia, and there's not too many people in the media flying your flag, except for us. We've shown you love since day one. But man, my wife often says to me, Casey, I believe you were born in the wrong country, and it's... You know, I love Australia, man. I really do love a lot of the things we have, but it's very much the same with you, too, because I I believe if you were over there in the States, you'd be signed to one of these bigger, you know, your M&Es, your Psychopathics, your Strange Music, something like that, and the career would be much bigger. Is that something that you sort of think is true, or are you just loving it where you are now, doing it independently?
0: yeah you know, I, I never know you never know what could have happened if I made it over there and and I would eat myself alive if I kept thinking about it and I do sometimes you know, I get really fucking depressed about it but I just try not to think about it. at the same time I'm fucking humbled to where I have been and what I've done you know I'm, I'm fucking amazed like you know if it ended tomorrow I'd still be fucking happy with where my career went you know I, I've, I've worked with my favorite artists uh, a lot of my favorite artists follow me on Twitter and I still every now and look and go holy fuck still they're still following me <laughs> <That's> <laughs> you know I'm, I'm fucking like wow why are you following me you know like, I I've got to a, a, a milestone that I'm comfortable and happy with. You know, anything more than that, you know, is, is being greedy in my opinion. You know, I would do it, you know, if I could, you know, like I, I'm, I'm I'm, all for it, you know, getting getting bigger and doing more things and still touring America if I could, getting on labels, doing management. I want that, you know, but I'm not going to be like screaming like, I ain't going to do this and I'm not getting that, you know, I'm I'm fun, you know, I'm I, literally having fun if you're not having fun making music you know what are you doing just, yeah most people that you know i get it it is a business it is too and i do treat it as that as well and but i gotta deal with what i got and i still made music for a good five six maybe even seven years i th- I couldn't calculate completely before i started Kick crusher and I was my own fucking fan. That was it. Just one person. I'd burn CDs and my music, put it on, listen to it at home. Like Back then, I'd blaze and listen to it. And I'm like, holy shit, that's me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> You know, I still do that. I still listen to my beats. I'm like, fuck yeah, play it in the car. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm just doing it to entertain me. And also, you know, I cater to everyone else now as well. And that's a privilege. That's, that's a bonus for me. And I really freaking appreciate it. And I, I didn't see it coming. Didn't didn't see it come. Absolutely not. So like I d- did not. No, no, not at all.
1: Yeah, I was gonna ask you that a little bit later on, actually, man. Did you have any idea like twenty years down that you'd be as far as what you are? You're saying no, not at all. Like, man, like I just saw the tunnel runners touch just sort of flash up there. Like that was amazing for you right there, man. Like done amazing things and done it on your own, which is fantastic right there. You were talking about touring a little bit and it's all go for America if the right people approach you now, right? There's nothing stopping you.
0: Yeah, see the. What is, like, you know, they gave me a five-year ban and uh, I had to organize a visa. I did that. But it's like the visa people are like, you know, I need I need dates booked. I need this. I need management. You know, like, the reason why we, we started getting progression was because I had a manager very briefly from Fago Lovers, but uh, he, like, kind of retired. Not because of me. He just, like, retired from the underground music industry altogether. And he's reached out and I you know, apologize for We got heaps far, but I am, you know, a complicated, <laughs> what do you call <laughs> it, customer or... Um, employees you know it, it's a it's a bunch of pipe paperwork that i don't think he was ready for i'm not ready for it i i, I didn't under, that's why i got kicked out the first i don't know what the fuck i was doing you know i was like i think 18 or 19 when i when i went over to to america you know i'm 30 something now so it's a long time ago and i, I fucked up that's me i am not a manager you know i i am very good at you know putting music together promoting music and doing gigs and motivating myself and getting shit done you know put your mind to it all that but man, management, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Booking shows, I can kind of do, but, you know, I come to you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right, man. So if the right people are listening, man, get KC over there. He, he's ready to go. He just needs a bit of management behind him. But, man, the reason I've got you on the show today is to talk about the Metal Murder Mixtape 4, man. I wanted to talk to you about this. It is nothing short of amazing. Back to that being cut from the same cloth again. You're mixing metal. You're mixing rap. It, it's just... It is just an album that I feel was made for me. Let's talk about it from day one. How do you sort of approach
0: doing a project like this? Every album has been the same for me the last few years. It's like pieces left over from another album that shifted over into an untitled folder. And I was like, when I was working at Distorted Dimension, it was like an un- untitled folder. And it's like mainly the second half of Metal Metal 4K is what it originally was at the start of the album. And it kind of just got pushed because those songs are older and I wasn't sure if I wanted to use them anymore. And it originally had a different title too. I, get, I still used to stay uh, on my studio computer anyway. Um, I'm using Windows 7. And for some reason, I got attachment to it. All my old programs are on there. Uh, so like I got to wait like 10 minutes for it to turn on. <laughs> That's just my story. I got other shit, Apple stuff I prefer, but I, I jump way back retro for that. Anyway, Windows Media Player. I don't know why. I love using it to prepare my albums. I put the album artwork up there, title it, and I just throw in my beats and I put them in position and give them working titles and I start moving around and blah, blah, blah. This album, though no, a little bit different, it's it's kind of funny. I, I've been waiting to share the story. I, I've been driving a lot lately. Just driving so like i put the beats on my phone and i've been like writing most of that album well i'm just driving i'm like just sitting there driving i'm thinking yeah i just start screaming in the car i'm like ah that would work that would work so i'm like then i get home and i quickly write it down i was like i've never written an album driving a car <laughs> most of that album look the choruses anyway the, the hooks some of the verse mainly just the hooks but mm 4k was written while i was driving a car I, I was paying attention to the road rules well don't don't be, fucking, <laughs> don't be like my that's basically it and then yeah obviously i sit down i I, attack, I attack like one track at a time. Some tracks, you know, I leave to very last minute procrastination because the beats are amazing, you know, or something. And I'm like, I know it's going to be a lot of headspace again, that motherfucker. It's tra- <laughs> tracks like In Your Nightmares, you know, that, that track, I spent like a week on it. And that, that's more different than last, when I, another progression from when I was first started. Some tracks, you know, back in the day are very rushed, you know, when I first started. Those tracks I would have, uh, you know, written, recorded, and that's it. That one day, that that's that song. It's done. I, I couldn't tell you which song. A lot of Cannibal Clown, maybe. And before that, that, this is before. You know, like obviously, I worked on Tunnel Runners, and all. Everyone started watching me more. I started like, oh shit, I gotta really slow down. <laughs> so it's like that's the more pressure, more perfectionist I became. And I especially um, the last couple of years really started kicking my head. Uh, even even during Metal Matter 3D, put it down to it, I was really obsessed with trying to be the most powerful production like to get get the quality up because fans would always say to me you know your 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 song blew my speakers but in a nice way it's like oh i blew it and i'm cool and i'm like no man i feel bad i didn't mix it right you know i probably bass but i did a bass boost a lot of the old shit i listened to it now it's, it's bad to, to crank it past 20. i'm like oh no 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 i i want to pay for your sound system <laughs> so like i just got obsessed with especially metal, making guitars sound amazing, making metal metal 3D sound amazing. I don't think I accomplished it perfectly on metal or 3D. And I just like drove myself nuts doing studio classes and everything. I, I went to like school for it, for a little bit sound engineering classes. I did a course with the guys from Metalocalypse, a short couple of class with them. And from there, yeah, I got my tools. And I think it was around when I did the new Caveman album, when I started to really figure out what I was doing with mixing and everything and making music sound perfect, especially with the vocals. But it wasn't until 4K that I really think I nailed it. Like, I think this, I finally found my mojo. Now I got it working, you know, like everything, like the vocals, the mixing, the mastering, everything. I've got these plugged in at like full blast when I'm mixing. So it sounds amazing, bright, fucking loud. So I ain't blowing any more sound systems.
1: (laughs) Oh man, everyone's their own worst critic, I think. I I think you've been a little bit harsher on yourself. But yes, those other albums fantastic but this one to me it's right up there like there's something special about the first time that you hear an album i was there just waiting for it to drop on spotify that's how i listen to my music these days and it was that frustrating little wait but well and truly worth it man but that leads me to my next question i guess is how how did you go about picking your like your collabs and whatnot on this one it was cool like you got buckshot on there you got scum on there you got little michael myers himself did these guys come to you did you sort of chase them out or, or how did they come
0: about Originally, I, I kept saying this loud. You know, I didn't want anybody on MM4K. Originally, like I just kind of briefly said before, it was called something else. Metal 4K was originally called Aftershocks. And I felt like that's I a better but I don't
1: know what it was called, but I thought maybe he's saving it for something else for the Yeah. You
0: Cool. Yeah, I've, I've actually announced it because it's going to be the new bonus disc, which comes after this, so it's already kind of in production. So it is, it is announced on, it kind of announced. Yeah, aftershocks is what MM4K originally was called, and I think it kind of fits better. Even now, I still kind of kick myself for changing it because it, it it relates, you know, to like you know, post traumatic stress disorder and stuff like that. And MM4K is a lot about you know, just emotional shit, you know, just like you suffering after a major earthquake in in your life and whatever. Maybe now it serves as, you know, aftershocks of the earthquake, which was mm 4k and fans made me change it. You know, when's it going to be a 4k? Is there going to be a fourth one? Oh, they just say 4k. This wasn't going to be four. I'm like, metal motor four sounds shit. The title sounds shit. You no, know, it, it <laughs> sounded even a, a trilogy, you know, a 3d, but my friend, I get him in, in props, you know, he's like, what if you call it 4k? And I was like, damn it. I got to do it now. <laughs> it's done. We literally retitled that oh yeah so that then like once it was retitled to 4k i, I started to think I- it has to resemble you know a metal murder mixtape and all of those got collabs everywhere so originally i said you know aftershocks was all going to be all me but then i'm like well now i have to put people on. <laughs> 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 um, i think i think first person i went to is trips because we were talking a lot i was sending him a lot of these songs before they were released getting hit like we always like go back and forth like i've been down with trips in 2006 recording to a man and mutation i met him at a studio I rented so like you know he was there and we just clicked straight away and we we're always helping each other out and uh, especially when it comes to mixing his stuff we're always like in each other's heads trying to figure shit out and yeah I'm like man you gotta you gotta come back for this track and it felt good getting him out of retirement So I think I sparked some motivation in him to do some more and oh uh, really yeah we also talked uh, about doing an EP together like years ago and that came back up in conversation so that's a possibility um, yeah yeah then I, I just fished out who, who would be available you know I I contacted some some big names and uh some middle names and some people who reached out to me and uh I was low on time. I think it was February or January I started fishing for collabs. So yeah, it was really who was available free. I I, I can't really drop who was meant to be on it, who, who couldn't make it because we're still eventually going to do something. So those bigger things could happen. So, you know, I, I ain't all about, you know, I didn't get anyone huge on this album. You know, like I, I, it's it doesn't matter. These are my friends that are on my album, you know, people that I click with and uh, whoever was available as well. you know. Yes, yeah, gone buckshot. Good friends with them. And great Day, fucking Halloween, <laughs> Michael Myers. <laughs> yeah,
1: McCall, Man, yeah. Did you reach out to him or, or what happened there with Great Day? That's that's a crazy collab.
0: I didn't know he was a rapper actually. Um, I was working with another guy and he had him on the song. He's like, oh, Halloween Kid's a rapper and he's on this song. I was like, really, shit. And like, I, I love the Halloween, those Rob Zombie Halloweens. And um, I knew who was straight at Like, he's in Hancock, the little little kid in Hancock. Will Smith throws to the fucking sky a like, lot. <laughs> I knew exactly who to was I'm like, hell yeah, I've watched he's his shit. He's in Euphoria recently too. Anyway, I followed him and he followed me and we just started talking. And yeah, then I just pitched him a song. I'm like, actually, I'm looking for clubs You want to do another one? He's like, hell yeah. And, and yeah, yeah. So we just kind of clicked and he's a fan of mine and he, he's got shirts of mine. I'm like, wow. <laughs> Michael
1: Myers, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome right there, man. And we were talking about it before. You got a video coming out for it as well. Can you tell us more yeah. about that?
0: Yeah, well, we've just done a, a collab video uh, online. we are still we got it all puzzled together. Uh, I kind of shot something yesterday. So, yeah, hopefully I can make it work. <laughs> it's kind of pressure. But, yeah, yeah, we shot a video. I'm uh, excited to see how that
1: one sort of goes together. And that's the follow-up to Happy Yeah. This was done by Strongman Pitches. You you've worked with them for a while now, those guys.
0: Those guys, like seriously, they're a staple. They're a big fucking part of like me progressing in my career because, you know, I've been limited to touring, as you know. The internet has been my freaking, you know, my my master. (laughs) Master, what I I even got a word for? My major push. Music videos, definitely. I think it's very important, especially back in my day. Myspace, another one big one. So I was pushing Myspace and music videos and uh, working with Strongman Pitches, they always made me shine. Like we look like fucking like, especially in the underground back then not many underground people on my level were doing those H D videos, you know, I always felt like unworthy of getting those as well. I was like, I was so fucking lucky to come across them and then to be fans of mine, you know, and for them to put that amount of work into me, you know, is is amazing. Like I I can't thank them enough and for still working with me. It's crazy.
1: Yeah, it's awesome right there. Cause you you've haven't you done like movie scores and stuff for them as well or am I like, where can people sort of check out more KC slash strongman pictures, sort of
0: crossovers, I guess. Yeah, they released two... I think I did, I did work on three of their movies now. I think one of them I'm in very briefly as a cameo in Sheborg Massacre. I was shooting the Back to the Kid Crusher video, and they were filming that at the same time. So I went, flew there, did that, and then the next day I went and dressed up as a fucking alien. <laughs> and, and did that. The first one I scored was 2015 from Parts Unknown, Fight Like a Girl. Never scored a movie before in my life. He's like, you want to do it? I'm like, I, I'll figure it out. <laughs> I fucking figure it out. <laughs> I did it
1: oh that is awesome right there man so there you go a great collabs right there and man, metal murder 4k we're talking about it hell's forecast the icp cover i, I just think you did that so well what made you choose this song
0: oh uh, man i love hell's pit i do same but that's the best hell's pit song that's not on hell's pit it's on La. like i fucking love La too but that is like that when i first heard La, and i knew that hell's pit was coming i just gravitated to hell's forecast i'm like like, that is what Hell's Pit's gonna be. I can't fucking wait. And, like, to yeah. be honest, when I heard Hell's Pit, it's still great. Hell's Pit, the Hell's Forecast is still, like, the best Hell's Pit. So even though um, I gotta give it to, like, other songs that didn't make it on Hell's Pit Forgotten Freshness, the uh, Body's Flying, Body's Flying of Skynix, but that's Hell's Pit for sure. And uh, there's another one on there as well. I can't remember what it was, but like right before Hell's Pit came out, the website on ICP.com had the instrumentals playing. I know that beat and then like it didn't it didn't make it on the Hell's Pit and then I heard it on forgot first for, meant to be on Hell's Pit, motherfucker. <laughs> why didn't they take it off? But now nah, Hell's Forgot, I love it. I used to do it at karaoke, uh, way back before I started rapping. Love it. And you know, I had to play homage to it in a way because you know I did Suicide Hotline on Metal Metal One. I think I did an I C P song in, in two. I can't remember. I I I, I don't know why do <laughs> you, know, I
1: I you ever hear back like, if these guys have heard heard the you know the covers or anything like that because i'd love to hear their opinions on it
0: not icp but a few other people oh, i'll come to that in a sec but like i feel bad for the suicide hotline cover you know at the time i put it out i was fucking miserable like i was when i when i released that album and you know i missed a key part special part to that song you know like in the original you know he's about to kill himself and then someone calls and talks him out of it My, and he just, that's it. And I feel fucking shit that I, I did that. You know, like I didn't, I was younger then, you know, I didn't really think about my listeners and, you know, people who might be hearing it. I try my best to encourage people to better things. So yeah, I I, I would assume if Violin heard it, you know, I'm not going to send it to him. He'd probably be pissed off too. So like, I feel guilty for not having a positive message at the end of that. And you know, the more the more I mature and get old, I think more about that shit, you know, especially like the, the how morbid my music used to be, you know, like, and I hear fans hit me up, you know, your music makes me feel better. And I feel fucking weird. I'm like, but my shit tells you to cut someone's head off. <laughs> the same, I get it at the same time. I'm like, you know, it's like punching bags instead of fucking going and doing that shit, you know. And you know, I feel responsible for some things half the time, and I I don't want to be too overboard as I used to be. That's why, you know, 4K is out of the box. You know, it's still hardcore, hardcore in there, bits and pieces, you know, sprinkles of it. Yeah. Anyway, that's that's way off topic. (laughs) There's just other people have reached out to me, man. Some people have. On 3D, I did this cover of Psychotic Symphony, Manic Depresso. It's actually this band from the 80s and uh I, they're in this horror movie their music video goes in the movie and I put it out and then like not even a week later they reached out and I didn't even reach out to them I was like wow I really should reach out That's to cool. people to get permission but like the fact that he's like yeah I love it I was like wow <laughs> yeah no but some of my cover songs I love to do are like they're non-existent you know I'm a, I'm a movie fan so I, I look for fictional bands that are in movies one of my cover songs I love the most is from Dead Man on Campus a movie not many people only one person has hit me up just recently about oh that song on on Metal matter 2, I think it's on. It's like, yeah, I love Dead Man on Campus. And, and I'm like, you're the only person in 10 fucking years that said, Dead Man on Campus, and I love you. <laughs> it's like, yeah, because it's a fictional band. The band doesn't exist. They just made it for the movie, you know, and the song on it, I loved it. And I was like, same with the Zydroid Anatomy from Repo, the genetic opera. That's a big hit on my Spotify. That's, I don't call it a fictional band, but it is made for that movie, Repo. Yeah, so that's those are the cover songs I love to fuck with.
1: Man, I'm going to have to check that out too, because... I'm not going to, you know, pretend that I know that movie, so I'm going to have to go and check that out, man. Well, we are on the topic of movies now, I guess, and I did have a whole section here to talk about movies with you to sort of wrap things up here, KC. The blockbuster bloke. How big is this VHS collection, man?
0: It's just like my pop collection. I showed it before. It hits the roof. <laughs> so now, like, like I'm, I'm on Marketplace or something. The videotape comes out, man. Like, ah, ooh, ah. It's like that theme of like Indiana Jones when he's about to grab that thing. And then there's a big boulder coming around and he's like running with it. And I'm like, that's how I feel my my videotapes. So I'm like, I can't fucking fit anymore in here. But I think I've got close, you know, a, a couple hundred videotapes. Yeah. And the, the, the crazy thing is I don't watch these. I don't. I love my 4K copies, my Blu-rays, the uh, digital copies. But just like, you know, in, in another 10 years from now, you, you're never probably going to see like a, a videotape again because they're most likely all hit up in landfills unless collectors got them. So like, I miss that video store feeling, like I grew up yeah. in it. It's the most magical thing. Like I, I grew up right across the road from the video store. It's my favorite place to go every weekend. And so the, that's like the atmosphere I like to come in here. I got the, the cutouts, you know, and uh, the video videotapes, the posters. Just that feeling, man, of, the, of being a kid and going and renting a movie. So like most of the videotapes I collect, the ones that I did rent, you know, not just ones that, you know, I like that movie, but the ones I did rent, that, that memory triggers to me, you know, it's such a special memory for me. Especially hitting the cinema too. Like, Go to the cinema people. If we lose a fucking cinema to Netflix, I'm not fucking losing it. At all of you. Because you're like, ah. We go to the cinema nah stand on my snap like don't don't do it it's a trap we are already losing the drive-ins in australia i think there's like five left in total i'm fucking sour about that i can't go to the drive-ins anymore so yes you can see i'm very defensive about the way movies should be preserved
1: 100 percent agree with you man if we lose the cinema man i am going to be peeved like i just went and saw the new boogeyman movie yesterday in our cinema here fantastic yeah. and it's just nothing like it, kc going to the cinema i can't agree with you yeah. more and i do remember we're just a little while back, weren't you trying to get a movie played at your local cinema like a, an old one? Was that like Super Mario Brothers or something like that? Yeah, did, yeah. did, that, did you have any luck with that?
0: It's done. I actually demanded that shit. I kept hounding them. They're like, Yeah, I love the original Mario. It's one of the first movies I've seen in the cinema. And like the new Mario come out, I'm like, because they had been playing originals, like they played The Lost Boys not long ago. And I'm like, Hey, that'd be a good way to promote the, the new one coming out, play the original. And they actually said, You know, I like your thinking. And then they said, Yeah, June, July, they're going to play it. So I made something happen
1: (laughs) (laughs) happen yes that is awesome right there man i love it so your vhs collection what's your most prized possession when it comes to vhs
0: like i'm gonna give it to the ones that took me a long time to get but there's a couple that like a bit bigger i'll I'll grab them out uh, even better right there Casey's yeah. the here we go everyone's going to expect me bringing out horrors and stuff I will bring one out but this one's my <laughs> prize because uh, when I started collecting it took me about two years to find a copy now I got two have <laughs> Uh this is like a roller skate movie. It's got Jack Black, Seth Green in it and uh it's a fucking underrated rollerblading movie. I love it this fucking shit. I got it on a laser disc as well. Do you know what a laser disc is? <laughs> yeah. I was like, "Oh really? Okay, I'll get that one."
1: <laughs> oh, Tremors. Look, out. yeah.
0: yeah I started collecting these as well. So this was just before DVD it didn't really take off. But yeah, a bunch of movies went out. Laser started grabbing those as well. Help!
1: <laughs> Is there much money in in the laserdisc collecting, KC? Like, they, would they be worth anything? Like,
0: yeah, um, some more than others. See, like the horror horror videotapes and horror laserdiscs—they're freaking sought after the most. You know, lucky me—I I was a horror fan when I was little, but I wasn't—you know—too. I was I was a little bitch when I was a kid. A little fucking bitch. Which brings me to my next. <laughs> All right, I got a couple copies of this one. This That's one scared me as a kid. You know, I'm always talking about it. The Gate.
1: Oh, yes. And you collab with the guy from The Gate, yeah?
0: Yeah, Lois The This movie, Terror. this is a big... I got three copies of this one because this one's in like a clamshell. I don't know if you know what those are. A bit wow. bigger cases than there's the hard cases. This one's like a sample copy. Like they used to, if you worked at a video store, you know, we'd get those in advance before the movie came out. So I got, yeah, I'm fucking crazy. (laughs) This This is the sequel. Very underrated. This one I got Lois to sign. So his signature's on there so that one's very similar to me and this one's so underrated no one really likes it and when i when i talked to lois about it too he said no he's really surprised because i said that one was my favorite out of the two because it's just funny it's fun <laughs> it's
1: crazy i need to check him out man and i just love the passion that you've got behind the the vhs and the movies the music man like i said come from the same class said it a couple of times right now man absolutely love it man, yeah, man. it's crazy meeting your heroes how was it meeting
0: that guy Oh, surreal, man! I had to bug the shit out of him. Anyway, uh, I forgot to mention that I actually worked a blockbuster. That's another reason I'm so fucking crazy. Oh, wow. I didn't
1: know that right there. So you're an original blockbuster bloke. Like,
0: like yeah, that, that's what what the title is. You know, I was that blockbuster, bloke. the guy that worked a blockbuster. <laughs> and I, I honestly probably would have still been working there if it was still there. And I'm like, I knew everything. I was the guy that was there. There was three or four other people working, and my 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 boss would be at the counter with the customer, and the customer would be like, no, this is." Sound sounds insane the, the customer like oh can you recommend a movie what's this movie like he wouldn't turn any other three people are gonna be like yo <laughs> talk to that guy <laughs> or or where's that video like where that video is precise can you go find this i'd be i know exactly where that fucking tape off you know
1: is <laughs> awesome uh-huh. man, man.
0: There's a, a long freaking story about my you know adventure getting employed there and everything, which is even more insane. But I'll, I'll save that for another time. Sidetracking, that's me talking crazy. Meeting Lois Tripp, another me being psycho crazy. <laughs> I, I heard that he mo- he's a Canadian. He moved to Australia. I found out through googling, like, because I was watching The Gate again countless times. How many times I watched it? And I was like, "What's he doing now? Like, what movies is he doing?" And like, I looked. He like basically stopped making movies. And then there was this article saying, "Where the hell is Lois Tripp?" And it said he moved to Australia and he makes music. Do you? <laughs> I'm gonna find you. Uh, like I did, I, I found him and I hit him up at collab, and he didn't want to for the longest time. But I was persistent, man. Just fucking <laughs> every couple of months, I'd hit him up. Just like hey, me again. <laughs> uh, how you doing? Uh, um, he's from Melbourne. I did a gig there, and I'm like, hey, I'll give you some free tickets to come check out my show. And he fucking showed up. I didn't expect him to. And I did a Gate skit, like a skit from the movie on stage. So, like, it was even more crazy. I'm, like, replicating the skit that he does in the first Gate movie. And, uh, yeah, he was blown away and privileged. He's like, yeah, fucking let's do something. He loved all my performance and everything. He's like, you're very unique, and, like, just... That review just knew that he was you know telling the truth and he's really blown away and like i, I did it it took like a, about three years of convincing but i got him <laughs> and surreal still fucking surreal you know that i even got him for a music video as well you know like it's Insane You know I grew up watching these people Even like Working with the clowns And everything like that It's like I've been watching And listening to these people Since I was like 10 You know It's
1: crazy Yeah Yeah, it's going back To what we were talking about Right at the start Of this interview You can achieve anything If you put your mind to it There you are You've toured this. Biggest man, like insane clown posse, you did it. Our tour with players and broodocks, which was awesome. You, what who else you, had tech nine, head PE, mushroom head, back in the day. I remember you toured yeah. with. It's just been an absolutely amazing career, KC. God. Murder mixtape four K, it's out now. My last question
0: for you, man. What's your next move? Oh, I did plan on taking some time off recording. <laughs> I was like, you know, it was such a long fucking day. take a break actually i'm looking at doing some shows you know like having talks with people about you know putting this album out work and get out there i'm doing brisbane in september for a festival called hell vegan fest which is gonna be cool hopefully getting around everywhere else just we're in talks i haven't really got anything set in stone but um yeah rectal birth uh, the label wants me to do more so (laughs) rectal birth is coming again i do want to keep caveman kicking so hopefully you know we get some more shows good we've been doing a lot of local shows uh with caveman but you know that was just after 2020 so we were really cautious and kind of stayed local, but yeah, now I'm looking at, you know, putting this out there, so K-Man's good, Rectal Birth, definitely do, do some, maybe, just probably another song, I don't see an album coming for Rectal Birth, but probably just some singles, for sure. That's
1: crazy, you just don't stop, and I, I remember earlier this year, I tried to pull you out of retirement for wrestling, but you said you were done and dusted on the pro wrestling
0: side of things. Um, and I wish, I, I wish, like, uh, you know, I, I, nothing was better than, you know, getting up on a Saturday morning and, like, going to the bottle, grabbing, like, stacks of alcohol, filling up, like, the fridge, <laughs> lining all the weapons off across the fence and just went for everyone to come to kick their ass <laughs> no I can't
1: uh, do it yeah right thank you so much for taking time out KC really appreciate it be sure to hit this man up Linktree slash Kid Crusher has everything you need to know there and be sure to check out that new album Metal Murder Mixtape 4K it's freaking awesome right there man thank you KC
0: no thank you appreciate you